Alright, one, two, three. Hey Sabato. Hey Nikki B. Ready for the pod, yo. I just might be. Well, um, I think I'm looking forward to cracking up. I haven't like totally cracked up in a long time. Did you clap? I did, yeah, did you? Maybe we were so in sync we didn't hear each other's claps. I think so. I think that was the That's case. crazy. <laughs> I haven't done an episode in like eight months and we're already locked in. <laughs> you know what I was thinking when I was brushing my mic off? Yep. If it feels like it feels like a requel. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like <laughs> like we're it's like we're continuing but are we are we doing anything new? Not really. We're just, <laughs> we're gonna play the hits for another season, right? Dude, of course. <laughs> What's important in consuming media is that you recognize things and you don't change anything. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you don't want anything fresh. And... Exactly. And we're gonna stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> if you expected Nikki Botter to go in bold new directions, you're sorely disappointed. Unsubscribe now. <laughs> Go back to Joe Rogan. That guy's oh, doing shit. all sorts of new stuff, I heard. Yeah, he's a much better podcaster than I <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of requel, Scream 5 was sick, right? It was okay. <laughs> I'm going to say okay. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Like we were saying, it, it was it was like cool, I guess, but a lot of weird, weird decisions, man. It felt like, you know what it felt like? It felt like they made Scream 4 again. Because I think the intention of Scream 4 was to bring it back to Woodsboro True. with a fresh batch of characters and do mm-hmm. like the young and the old thing. Yeah. And then they just did it again 11 years later. But Scream 4 was better. Scream 4 was much better. Yeah. We were saying after we saw it, it's like, it seems like there's this new lens that they like put movies through now, particularly like the nostalgia grabs where they like milk every single thing that you've seen before every single memory you could possibly have and i i guess it's a little i guess screams is a little less shameless because their whole point is that they're aware right right exactly we know we're doing this but it but at some point if you're not subverting anything though just pointing out that you know you're doing it exactly it's when people like it's like when freaking h3h3 or whatever like your youtuber anybody is like oh you know i mailed it in over here because you know i hit it big i sold out or whatever and they say it like in jest and it's like no you you legit sold out and you're just admitting it doesn't make it better or funny or cute or whatever (laughs) right and it's like the first scream uh mocked well i don't don't know if mocks the word held a mirror i guess to the genre yep but then also felt like a fresh movie scream 5 did not feel like a fresh movie no and i don't know it's not even called Scream 5. I don't know why they're not calling it Scream 5 because saying Scream 2022 is much more difficult than just saying Scream 5. Right. But I guess I guess that's their point. They're not fully committing to it as a sequel. Yeah. And I don't know. Dude, yeah, I thought that was weird about it too. Like I've never called it anything other than Scream 5 because what, why would you ask someone if they saw – I guess if you're right. saying like, you, did, did you see Scream? It's like, what do you mean I saw Scream like in 1996? But And it, as far as I know – this movie does not erase the middle three sequels in the way no. that <laughs> Halloween – well, Halloween 2018, I guess, had an excuse to not call itself Halloween sure. 2 because it was it was like erasing the other sequels. Right. So they're just saying we're starting over. Yeah. But as far as I know, everything in the other screen movies happened in canon in that universe. Exactly, yeah. It's not like uh, – Randy's not in them. Randy's dead still. Right. And Randy died in Scream 2. So I don't know. But they also didn't commit to that because they also they the only killers they reference 
is Billy. It's like True. it all started and ended with Billy, and now it's just happening again. True. Whereas Scream 3 said it didn't start with Billy. It started with Roman. Right. I don't know. It felt very uh, felt very non-committal in any direction that it, it, it teased going. Yeah, they just put shit out. It was cool that they... Ca- I mean, if you're listening to this, you haven't seen the movie, like... pause right now but yeah we already spoiled scream yeah and you guys had 20 years to watch that (laughs) it was cool that they killed dewey but that can't be the only new thing you do you know right exactly that can't be like the the crutch that is like oh it's a good movie now because they went there right it's not like it's like you can't give force awakens a pass for killing han solo right you gotta have han solo died in that shit Uh, I didn't watch those. I Maybe I saw like, I might have seen the first. Oh, yeah, I guess I did see that. I saw the first one and the last one with you of the new trilogy or whatever. I didn't even, <laughs> I, ne- I never seen the middle one. <laughs> you said, I don't, you said, I don't think I've seen those. Wait, I've seen two out of three of them. Yeah. Wait, we were actually together when I saw them. <laughs> you tried to be too cool for them and then realized we saw them together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jig is up, bro. I was like. Yeah. Back to Scream, it's like. The stuff you like about Scream is still in it, but it it just disappointing is the word. I don't want to say it was a bad movie because it wasn't a it bad It was movie. disappointing for sure. I agree. It was like, like you really going back to Stu's house? Really? Yeah. Because the moment you make a new set piece, then that becomes memorable too. Like if they had gone back to the theater from Scream 2 or the mansion in Scream 3, it's, it would have been the same shit. But it's like those movies didn't do that. They made their own settings. And it's cool that they they called it out as like a a bad trend in the movie, but then they just did it too. Sydney Prescott is like, oh, you're the most derivative killer of all of them, right? And then yeah, um, it, it's like, yeah, I for sure. But d- <laughs> I think what at least maybe I don't know. I can't speak for you. What I appreciated is Nev Campbell still looks so good. <laughs> all I facts. Mean, Jesus Christ, <laughs> she looks good. The new, the new final girl uh, was Melissa Brera. Stinks. Pathetic. Pathetic. She stinks. That was She's the worst so final weak. girl in a movie I've seen in a while. Terrible. And also, that was awful. Completely overshadowed by Mikey and Jenna. Jenna was yeah crazy. Jenna was great. Jenna killed it. Yeah, her opening scene. You know what? The opening scene was fantastic, and I think it set the bar high for the rest of the movie. The opening scene. I even think the voice acting was really good by Ghostface. It sounded like a real dude. It it was the only tension in the entire movie. Right. Oh, I guess they haven't really been scary for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with Melissa Barrera being Billy Loomis's daughter is like okay. But I mean, yeah. The, the the visions of Billy are weird. I don't understand why do all these families still live in the town <laughs> where their ancestors were like slaughtered. <laughs> Not even ancestors is like their uncle. Yeah, and like people they right that they wouldn't they would have known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still? It's like it's supposed to be like a small town, right? Yeah, with like nothing to offer. Those are a dime a dozen. Get the yeah. fuck out of there. <laughs> there's a ser- first of all, there, there's a serial killer on average like every seven years there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you take the first three, but yeah, the first three movies yeah. made up for the other two gaps, real good. <laughs> And you know what? I thought I've been going back and forth with this. The Billy Loomis visions that she was having, where it's like, 
I get that that's not actually Billy Loomis. So you can you can kind of downplay the sleaziness of it by saying, well, that's not actually him. But it's like you're doing fan service with Billy Loomis and you're trying to like make him look like a cool dude. Exactly. <laughs> the way he nodded his head at the end. You, like, dude, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> he hated Sydney. Sydney hates him. Like, what is this weird thing? Yeah, there's no... It's weird because, like you said, it's like, I get it. It's not Billy. It's not a redemption arc. It's just weird to have him in that light where, oh, he's on the winning team. Oh, he's part of who you're rooting for. Because why would she even care about her dad that way? She doesn't know him. Right. She doesn't know him at all. All she knows is that he killed a lot. And it's like the the movie can always fall back on that it wasn't actually Billy. So they can make the cameos as like sleazy as they want. Right. Right. But but it, it, it just... I don't think it teaches a very good lesson that like she accepts Billy for right. who he is and then it makes her stronger. It's like – Because there is established in the movie that she's got some sort of psychosis that's making her see this, right? So yeah. it's like I get that she's not choosing what hallucinations to see. But like right. I also wouldn't think that she would choose to embrace this hallucination as like a positive thing that gives her strength throughout the movie and like right. helps her grow <laughs> to like – Right, they kind of settled on this idea that she has this hallucination that's like a guardian angel now, even though in real life he was just a fucking awful person. That was weird. <laughs> Dude, they should have brought Stu back. It, well, that's the thing. The fans wanted Stu. If you're going to lean into fan service, <laughs> give us Stu. <laughs> Richie tried to be like the second coming of Stu, but he's not Stu. Almost Stu doesn't mean it was Stu. No, I think... I. I, I'm I'm serious. I think 50% of why the first one was a classic is Matthew Lillard's acting alone. Dude, I, I second that. Like he just, he ate that shit up. You know what's weird? He went on and played Shaggy. And it's like, <laughs> wh- but why didn't his career blow up after that? Right. He played Stu, then Shaggy killed both of them, like ate them for lunch. And then it's like. And it's weird that people look back on it and think, oh, Stu Mocker is Shaggy. Right. Stumacher came first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it, man. I think he should – if you nail two roles like that, yep. you, you should be like one of the biggest movie stars. We should be having him on the pod. I'm dead serious. He was the, like – Listen, no, <laughs> I agree. No, we can reach out to him. He like – he responds to fans. It's like a little sad. He's always like <laughs> – he's always commenting on like Scooby-Doo and Scream. Damn. No, he deserves better, dude. Yeah, yeah. Or he deserves going to be- play us in the next movie. He deserves to, <laughs> he deserves better than to be in two massive movies. He deserves to be on this podcast. Correct. <laughs> you know what I did today for the first time in three years? What's that? I went to the gym. Really? And you know the gym, I went there because it's like a great place to approach and meet women. <laughs> Dude, that, you say that in jest. That's, that's for real. I mean, I wouldn't know. So then that that's I why I gym. went. <laughs> that's why I went. But then I got cold feet and something funny started happening. I started working out. <laughs> <laughs> and that sucked. I actually <laughs> I just did a lap around the weights. And I'm like, no, 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 not doing this. And then I went on the bike and I pedaled so hard that I blacked out. <laughs> and that all came from trying to meet women. Yeah. <laughs> Which shows you there's nothing good there. What happened since uh, since we've been gone? <laughs> it can't just be scream. That can't be the only thing that happened. Yeah, seriously. 
<laughs> the whole plot is just scream. <laughs> oh, I mean, Spider-Man came out, if you want to stick on that before. Mm. Or do you even want to touch that? Briefly. Briefly. Because I've been saying it, it's mid, and I'm getting a lot of pushback on it. So I just, I, I don't know if, like, the calm has happened where people can now look back and admit that it was mid. But I know you really liked it. I did like it. I still do like it. I don't think it was mid, but. Well, well, and it's like, it's like, where do we go from here, right? <laughs> we can only have discussions where we completely agree with yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> when there's some tension and some actual like debate going on, it's like, nah. no, th- nobody wants to hear that. Let's get, let's move on. Either way, I'll talk about my experience if that's okay. So I get out of work early. I go check the movie times or whatever there's one in 20 minutes i'm like oh sweet there's imax down the road so i walk down the street a couple blocks go to the imax i'm like oh shit there probably won't be any good tickets left middle row like middle of the theater the imax screen is centered on me the perfect seat is open wait can i ask you something yeah you just went by yourself yes yeah that's amazing that's how a movie should be viewed. that's how you should see movies right it's it, it's so it's unmatched i've been fight no i've been fighting this battle for a while you're supposed to go to the movies by yourself yeah it's so much more pleasant to do for you and the people around you i went well, <laughs> and there was a dude next to me who was there by himself total g kept silent through the whole movie just enjoy you, you know became, you probably became best friends afterwards yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i wish i got his instagram but you know, can I just can I retract one thing? I don't think you should. I don't think you have to go to the movies by yourself. Yeah. I sound really weird saying that. No, what I meant to say is it's okay. It's to cool, go. right? It's cool and good to go by yourself, but you're not wrong to go with friends. Right. I'm working on my New Year's resolutions. People just think I'm, I like hate everything. So <laughs> if I start if I start saying you're stupid if you go to the movies with a group of friends, <laughs> resolution looks good. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to your 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 IMAX right in front of it. Okay, I agree. It's that you can. It's like going out to eat because, or yeah, we're not saying like that's the correct way to do it. It's okay to do it, and people should feel comfortable doing it because no one ever does doing that. No one ever wants to go out to eat by themselves. No one wants to do like nobody wants to do like a handful of activities that are like I guess social activities, seen as social activities by themselves. And it's like you can have just as much fun. It's like grow up. Be like yeah. be comfortable with being with just you. <laughs> and you're never alone. Just go on Twitter. Yeah. And all your friends are there anyway. Exactly. Everybody's just a screen away. <laughs> so back to your experience. Okay. So I had the perfect seat, right? I'm in the theater. Uh-huh. Like I said, the guy next to me, they're also there by himself. Could have been more professional. Everybody in the theater. I'm dealing uh-huh. with pros. Didn't even talk through the previews. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Then I should have known it was too good to be true because this freaking little coomer and his legal guardian or whatever come and sit down next to the, to my right. And I, <laughs> you could already just tell it's going to be like – Wait, can I ask you, what's a coomer? A coomer is like uh, – you know like how people are like, okay, boomer or whatever? Right. A coomer is like a Gen Z weirdo that <laughs> – I, I don't know. The, the key word is like coom. Like, I don't know if they're like jerking off to everything or like, I don't know. They're, they're just like coomer and his legal guardian. Because <laughs> it didn't look like his parent, but it looked Why like did someone. Why you phrase it like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way I could think. I don't know. Why didn't you just say like a teen, right? Because or I wanted maybe... like a derot. I wanted to like. To, to insult them. Okay. I wanted to insult the, the kid. 
Gotcha. Sorry, but the kid deserved right. it. So I agree. We're, we're watching the movie, and this guy is just over the top reacting, happy, sad. No matter what the emotion is, he's like letting out this crazy like wheeze, like, <laughs> like nuts, just <laughs> the most guttural sounds you've ever heard. And whatever. I Like, I get it. You can have a, emotion during a movie. That's what the movies are for, you know, to, to like bring out this emotion. Right. But you got to show a little decorum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can, otherwise, it makes it comical. You know. Well, I have something to say about that. Okay. I I will say before I get like I'm not trying to say it's wrong to cry at a movie because I cry at movies all the time. But yeah. this guy's like Aunt May dies, and it's like first of all I didn't give a fuck about <laughs> Aunt May dying. Who cares? I I was sad, and I almost cried myself because I thought Tom Holland killed it with his reaction. Yeah, that was good acting. But I don't care about Aunt May. Then this kid is crying hysterically about AMA, like insane. But it, it, it like ruins the moment for everyone else. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Because it's like, weird. it's not like you're crying like you seriously feel this sad. This was harder than I ever heard a person cry at a funeral. This was yeah. like, it, it's like you're doing it for the sake, you're making like a show out of it. It's right, not, right. this is not your true emotion. And also, I know this because, let me drop this evidence. That when Toby and Andrew Garfield came on screen, Andrew Garfield comes on screen, right? You know, he comes out of the Doctor right. Strange portal. This guy said, oh, my God, Toby. And he said, wait, is that Toby? <laughs> Dude, it's not even like it was the not at the silhouette. This is when they show yeah. Andrew's face. He said, that's Toby. Dude, <laughs> if you don't know a Spider-Man from a Spider-Man and you're crying this hard at the Spider-Man movie that you're so excited. Like, uh -huh. it, it doesn't mean that much to you. No, but – I will say that's the bed that these movies have made when Correct. their entire thing is built around fan reactions in theaters. I agree. I they, agree. They make the moments first and then they build movies around it. So I'll say that if you want to criticize the Spider-Man movie that way, go for it. I'll stand with that. I liked it because I, I, I just like Spider-Man. I'm not going to go see any other Marvel movie or whatever for the same reason that I yeah. think they're built around the reaction and the Spider-Man. Well, it is a little different. Like, it is different. It's fucking, it's fucking Spider-Man. Exactly. Right? That's the thing. Who is doesn't that it's like Spider-Man? Exactly. Yeah. It is like, it, this is like even beyond the MCU. Right. The, the, the MCU run. This is like bringing Toby back from like, right, right. you know, when the, before my little brother was even born to but It, to it brings you back to, to better Spider-Man, right? Exactly. It brings <laughs> you back to better Spider-Man for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, these movies used to be good. But it's like, like back to Aunt death, like that kid could, you know, play it up all he wants. Aunt death is immediately just content. It's like, right. there's YouTubers who are going to be like, ranking all the Marvel deaths in <laughs> tears. And that's just all it is. <laughs> it's not a meaningful character dying. They write like tears, like T-E-R-R-S. <laughs> and I mean, what? I mean, Aunt May's death, that's what, like a C tier? <laughs> like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? Dude, that's D tier. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I we're, we're we're doing that thing Scream does where we make fun of something and then we just start doing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were we were making fun of tears and we just started being. Well, but what is that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's show a little conviction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's cut the next forty minutes. It's just going to be ranking. <laughs> okay. Here's okay. This is actually something I want to talk about. Okay. Is I've never watched Euphoria. I probably never will because it's terrible. I don't want to. I, I I don't know. I I just don't want to. I don't really like. I, I just don't really like when something. 
I don't say I don't like because I obviously like like dark movies, but when something just seems that dreary about just constant drugs and sex, I just it's I, it's not for me. I'm not saying it doesn't have merit, but I'm not I'm never gonna watch it. But anyway, every week, every week after a new episode, every single week, there's a viral tweet that's like, I can't believe the show just sexualizes minors. Which first of all, no one in that show is a minor. Their characters are minors, but Zendaya is like 26 years old. You know what I mean? Like, you as an audience member should be able to... Sp- whatever. If if that makes you uncomfortable, I totally understand that. And you say, I don't want to watch the show where high schoolers are having sex because I, it makes me uncomfortable. But if you are saying that every week, how do you think that makes you look good? You go, this show that I watch every week is basically <laughs> child porn, and I hate it, but I'm going to keep watching it. Because then you're just, you're just pearl-clutching performatively, right? Right. Because if you actually thought that, you would obviously not continue to watch it. Correct. And I think the whole thing, personally, I think it's, it's just like, it's like stupid. Like I agree. I I never wanted to watch it and I put it on. So me and a couple of friends had gotten together for New Year's and we watched all of um, the, <clears throat> I keep calling it the college lives of sex girls, but it's the sex lives <laughs> of college girls. So I keep getting it mixed up, but I we, we threw it on because- uh, one of my buddy's girlfriends said they like binge the whole season and Timothy Chalamet's sister was in it. And we were like, oh, let's uh-huh. see. Like, you know, is, is she like an actress? Like, what is she about? So we turned right. it on, watched it and we're like, okay. So then we just like let it rock. We ended up getting through the whole season, binged it. <laughs> and you know what? It wasn't like, I don't know what I want to say about that show. Um, I don't know. It was all right. I guess not that great. The show has some merit in like tackling like, uh, women's issues and stuff, and yeah. sort of in presenting them. But as a show overall, uh, I'd, I'd say that that's you know its biggest like that's its biggest merit, its biggest strength. But as far as just yeah, like yeah. a show overall, is like, you know, it's a ton of like just stuff you don't really care about. Stuff that right. like some stuffs like funny and everything, but there are tons of loose ends that are tied tied up, and like other points that seem big, they sort of like gloss over yeah. to like rush to the ending of the first season, which is like just built up to be a cliffhanger to yeah. you know, leave a second season open and it doesn't really make sense with the rest of the show e- either way so we watched that and then we were like oh let's watch <laughs> you know what's up next euphoria on the hbo max <laughs> app or whatever so we watched the first episode dude i got through the whole show of the the college girls one never uh-huh. once did i think it was as terrible as i thought euphoria was <laughs> not once this like piece of crap like just binge comedy whatever uh well (laughs) euphoria is so stupid it starts out zendaya is like recounting like her childhood or whatever and she's like i was born she she's like i was born four days after 9 11 and they dead ass show a clip of the towers getting blown up like with the planes (laughs) flying into them and i was like what the hell (laughs) and then it's just minors having sex and like minors having sex with adults and minors doing drugs and it's like there's not a lot relatable about a bunch of rich Californian teens with access to Xanax. Okay, I didn't know that. If they were rich, if they're rich, that makes it a lot more annoying. They're Because they're all like... Because <laughs> then I don't feel bad. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that they're all like <laughs> su- kids like living in the suburbs in California with like big houses and stuff and like... Right. You know, it, it kind of like... Uh, yeah. If they can like get into their parents' medicine cabinet and they can have like parties at houses with pools and like... Imagine your entire high school class at a, 
a party that f- like fit in a party at your house and also yeah. people could like there were enough rooms where multiple people could like go up <laughs> to a room and hook up you know yeah it's just like it, it's like no one lived this well now that you tell me that i hate it i i had an inclination my defense of it was this show obviously has content warnings you obviously know what it's about why the fuck are you watching it every week and getting mad about it right like what the what the fuck do you want like i don't know how to help these people that happened with 13 reasons why terrible show one of the worst shows i've ever watched it's just a complete piece of shit after the first season it had no merit there was no story to tell fucking one of the and for some reason i watched all four seasons one of the most miserable experiences of my life was getting through that show and still i i was i hated the people because there was really like graphic shit in that show i hated the people who would be mad that it would show the graphic shit Mm -hmm. even though every episode starts by saying there's graphic content in this (laughs) yeah if it triggers you which is fair stuff can trigger people but if it triggers you don't watch it you (laughs) at some point you have to be responsible for yourself right right yeah (laughs) like what the do you just want every show to be a little baby show with completely (laughs) unproblematic characters a little baby show (laughs) Like, uh, go watch the Wizards of Waverly Place then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I hate defending that show because I, I hate that show. The Wizards of Waverly Place? Yeah, and 13 <laughs> Reasons Why. <laughs> but dude, it's like, it, it just, it's bringing up all that um, discourse that I thought we were past with that show. Like Euphoria again. It's like, dude, the show's on HBO. They right. tell you, they tell you. They yeah. tell you to your face that it's graphic content, and then you stupidly sit there and fucking watch it, and then get <laughs> mad. I just don't fucking get it. <laughs> and you keep coming back, so you're obviously not that appalled by it. It's really just so you can make your little fucking tweets off. These little fucking babies just yeah. getting their tweets off. <laughs> can you imagine if like Requiem for a Dream came out today? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> I'll I'll say it is pretty gross, you know. I mean, it, it, it's a lot of yeah. Like I said, it's like there's minors having sex with adults. There's minors having sex with minors. It, it's like I I also agree. Yeah, I would some have of this to should be left to some. Of, yeah, you would have to check it out. No, I would have to see to know. But I think <laughs> if someone came up to me and was like, "Well, the fact is, they're rich. I don't fucking care." But if someone came up to me and was like, "I want to make a show about like sexual and drug pressure that like teens these days face," I would say. Uh, great. Just don't cast actual teens in it, right? Right, right. And then, then I would feel like there's nothing really inherently irresponsible about that. Like sometimes these stories just have to be told. Agreed. But, but I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know if it if it goes over a line. But if it does go over a line, just do it. Watch something else. Uh, well, that's the thing is that, like, and that's what I, you I did. You stuff. were like, I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to watch this anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dude, it's also is it in season four? How are these people still fucking watching and getting mad? I had no idea there was even more than one season. <laughs> no, I, maybe a season two. I don't know, but there are new episodes. That's, there are new episodes. I thought there yeah. was a second season, or if it's like some special thing or something. Oh. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but the point is, like, dude, at this point, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Um, uh, yeah, I was gonna say something else about the show, but fuck that show. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's stupid. <laughs> There's like they they have this whole thing about like kids being into drugs and whatever. And Zendaya goes to the gas station, and the drug dealer is like, 
a five-year-old <laughs> with like tattoos on his face. And I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. like kind of funny, but I don't think this is the angle you're going for. I think you you want me to think this is a serious allegory right. for kids getting into <laughs> drugs. It's a fucking baby selling Xanax. I think that's funny. <laughs> But it's not hammering home a point with me. <laughs> I felt the way about a, a show, a show Shameless, I thought had a lot of really good stuff in it about poverty and mm-hmm. like uh, generational. I haven't seen tra- that yet. Well, it has cool stuff like generational trauma and, and poverty and alcoholism, mm-hmm. which are shown really well and, and uh, mental illness, but not in like the, you know, when most things say they're about mental illness now and then it's just like the, the kid's just kind of weird. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but this one actually like he has like very you know un alarming like uh episodes and okay. it's 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 some of the stuff is very heartbreaking to watch and it's good it's really graphic but then there's just like these ridiculous sex scenes that sound like they're written by like a 14 year old boy jacking off like <laughs> it, it's like they start well like there's one where he just fucks his college professor and like all right can you <laughs> like get a grip let's, you let's know? reel it <laughs> <laughs> let's reel it in here it's just it's a little it's a little excessive yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it, i don't know and maybe just because like in that show the the characters range from like like it's like five siblings right so you okay, see a yeah, lot yeah. of experiences like sometimes at some points they're in high school some points they're in college and at some points they're fully grown adults okay and, and the Sex stuff in high school, I don't relate to at all. So, <laughs> uh, th- those arcs, I completely tune out of. <laughs> Dude, did I tell you about when I went to, um, it was like a Modelo night or whatever? Nah. I went out with um, my buddy and we were just getting dinner and it turns out that it was Modelo night. They had people that work for Modelo handing uh-huh. out free Modelo mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, they hooked me up with like, a six or free Modelo, like just throughout the night, they kept bringing him over Modelo too. And just like, it was awesome. You know how much I love Modelo. Of course. And yeah. They were like, we have this truck outside with a local artist and they're screening her art prints onto t-shirts and hats and giving them away for free. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, that sounds sick. So they told me, oh, she'll be there until nine o'clock. So we go down there at eight 30 and they're like, uh, the artist is uh, gone. Uh, the shop's closed. And I was like, the artist is right there. I see her. <laughs> and they were all printing t-shirts for, I don't know if it was just for the people that work there or whatever, but either way, they like pulled the plug on the operation. And I was like, uh-huh. they were like, we'll, we'll still give you a t-shirt with like a Modelo logo or whatever. So I, I ended up getting a hat with like, you know, someone who didn't want to be there is just like <laughs> really crookedly like gluing on the, this like lion Modelo logo onto a, a snapback. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is like almost as good as like the local artist screen. Onto- <laughs> and, and then I start talking to like this guy that works there and I'm like, dude, I love Modelo. You see like I, I've made like videos and photo edits all with like the Modelo logo in it. And I uh-huh. have like all these like fake promo fights where I'm fighting Canelo and the sponsors Modelo and stuff. And he's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. That's really sick. I'm like showing him all this stuff. And I'm like, you you should like put in a good word for me and maybe I could be the new spokesperson for Modelo. And then he like chuckled at me and he was like condescendingly like looked at me and he was like, he was like, oh, well then I'd be out of a job. <laughs> I was, be- I was beside myself. I couldn't believe he. <laughs> Who does he think he is? <laughs> <laughs> to, to think. <laughs> 
what kind of maniac drives a, I'm sure this isn't like the national Modelo t-shirt truck. What kind of maniac drives <laughs> the Modelo t-shirt truck in upstate New York and thinks he's the, the Dos Equis guy for Modelo? The spokesman for Modelo. Do you think this guy really thought he was the spokesperson I, for Modelo? That's the job he thought he applied for. That's what it said on Indeed. <laughs> And it's like, and to think, one, to think that he is the spokesperson and that I would get, I would push him out of a job if I were to become the spokesperson. Also, two, to think that a stranger's dream of becoming the Modelo spokesperson ends at driving the fucking t-shirt truck is crazy. (laughs) Well, does, this is a serious question. Does Modelo have a spokesperson? I don't think so. Because you might have just carved yourself out a role though. And that's what I thought I was doing. I thought all the people were vibing with me. They were giving me a lot more free Modelo than everybody else. So I thought they were into it. It's a little embarrassing. Like beer companies are supposed to have spokespeople at this point, right? Exactly. The Dos Equis guy has that said guy. the Dos Equis guy. The, who has Budweiser the, had the dog, right? But who had the Antoines? Who had that? Oh, I my that, God. I think that's, that counts, right? That do- definitely counts. Yeah. So we have... <laughs> So we have one guy, a dog, and a commercial from 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that all sounds great. So it, like it does exist, yeah. Yeah, so they should give me, <laughs> you know, I'm making these phony prize fights with legendary Mexican boxers, and they're hanging me out to dry. Like, what, what do you, like. I know, I know. I've been trying to. Do you use a garbage bag in your bathroom? Do you have a garbage in your bathroom? Yeah, there's no bag in it, though. There's no bag in it. No. I like to have a bag in it. But Why? <laughs> are you putting know. are you putting poo-poo toilet paper in it? No, no. You're supposed to put that in the toilet. I know that goes in the toilet, but what about like <laughs> what about like non-flush poo-poo wipes? You can flush those though. Some of them you can't, you're not supposed to. Well then that makes sense that you would put a bag. Because they'll clog the, the pipe. I mean mine's mostly just like Empty soap bottles and Q-tips. I don't think it really Word. warrants it. Does that warrant a bag? Would you say that? No. Would I you say it's gross matter. that I don't have a bag? No. It's a choice depending on what you put in the bag. <laughs> if you feel comfortable – what you put in the trash. If you feel comfortable with that, then that's cool. But I think that it's like there's a shortage on all the like paper towels and trash bags and everything. And like either way, no one's buying a tiny little trash bag for your toilet bathroom. It's like everybody's just putting like a plastic bag they get at the store, right? Of course. But you don't really get plastic bags at the store anymore. Well, that's that's what I'm trying to get to is that this oh. this whole thing with the paper bags has created a toilet paper garbage bag shortage. <laughs> The solution to one problem is causing a new one. (laughs) It's causing a new one that I would say affects more people. Well, why don't you just put a paper bag in your garbage then? I mean, in your bathroom. I don't want to put – what if you put like – But then you just take the whole thing out. What if you – Maybe you you double bagged it. No, you don't need an actual um, like can then. You just need the – You just have the paper bag. Yeah. I don't know. What if like – We'll put like a reusable stop and shop bag in there. Like a legit, like like a like a cloth bag. No, not or like cloth. What a, one of those like plastic, like, like it looks yeah, like yeah. insulated foil on the inside or something. I don't know. Like what a lunchbox is made out of. Those kind of bags. Why not? Well, I guess it doesn't really work because you're in, you're like in you're in a different stratosphere than me in that you're putting wipes in there. <laughs> exactly. I'm putting Dookie wipes in there, and it doesn't smell. It doesn't smell. No, it doesn't. And as as long as there's a lid, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. 
And it's just that, you know, I don't want to get the garbage. I don't get doo-doo residue on my garbage can. <laughs> and also, if I'm using a paper bag, I'm, I'm like, you know, you're in the bathroom. You're by the sink. Sometimes you go to the sink and you got your wet hands. You turn to grab the towel. You get you flick water on the toilet seat. You're like, oh, that's yeah, my yeah, bad. yeah. But then you flick, you're also flicking water on the paper bag. Then the bag's going to get wet. Oh. The bag could rip. You yeah. know what I mean? And then it's like another problem. You got to clean up the garbage now. You're making a lot of good points. So, and then maybe you piss on the bag on accident. Like, no, that happens. What if you piss on the bag? Piss ricochets. Piss ricochets a lot. Yeah. Well, you could just pee sitting down then. True. Uh, you took True, a while to that. answer that one. You. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was really mulling it over. Is it okay to pee to sit so, down to pee? Wouldn't it be crazy if your solution to this whole ordeal was to pee sitting down? I feel like yeah. we've gone completely off track because that doesn't solve the answer that you need bags exactly. for your wipes. Yeah. Well, you can you can buy little garbage bags though. But I'm saying you can't. Be, now you right. could before because also yeah. the two problems are combining in that all the cleaning supplies are on a shortage too, and that includes yeah. any kind of plastic lined bag. So paper towels are low, toilet paper is low. Thank God the wipes are doing fine. I was super aware that there was a cleaning supply shortage, and I'm not just learning about it right now because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always buying cleaning supplies. <laughs> Well, I I would be buying trash bags if they had them. <laughs> well, you know it's funny in most countries you actually you don't put your toilet paper in the toilet, you know, because they just have the bidet. No, I mean I wish, but you just um you put them in the garbage like you do. So I wonder how those oh, people really? are coping. That's just that's just the move. I mean I don't really know. I'm kind of just making this up, but <laughs> <laughs> I was on a Twitter thread once, and someone was texting their landlord about how their toilet wouldn't flush, but then someone in their replies was like. You know, it's actually a privilege for your <laughs> it's so weird how people use privilege now. <laughs> it's actually maybe a privilege for your <laughs> shit covered paper to go in the toilet. Most countries it just goes in the trash can. <laughs> it's just it's it's like the person was obviously within their right to text their landlord to tell them their toilet yeah. wasn't flushing toilet paper. <laughs> but then that person's like, You gotta check your privilege. But anyway. Who, who's gatekeeping what you so, put in the toilet? <laughs> so since then I've been moving as if it's true that most countries you have to throw them out. <laughs> I see. So you have to do some research and see how those people are doing it. True. You're right. But it is a real problem. I am sorry you're going through that. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Because it's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a real problem. People aren't talking about well, it. Well, so enough. what have you been doing up until this point? So, okay. You think I'm crazy. But <laughs> so I got one stop and shop, the, the, the last stop and shop plastic bag in the world, right? Uh -huh. So whenever the garbage gets full, I just like take the bag and I empty it into like my kitchen garbage bag that's huge and that I'm already about to throw out. I like empty it into that and then I'll put the, the stop and shop bag back <laughs> into <laughs> the But if you're already <laughs> emptying the bag, why don't you just empty the garbage with no bag? What are you talking about? So if you're just using the bag to empty it into a bigger bag, why do you even have the bag in it? Just empty the garbage directly into your other garbage. Because then like say there's a world where there are bags again, then I can use that same garbage can again you know what i mean if i start putting shit in the garbage can that there's gonna be shit in the garbage can and then that garbage can is done are you after talking a certain about point are you talking about like stickage yeah there could be stickage there could be just like it's like you, you ever like all right one time when i was in college my roommate uh freshman year he threw milk 
into a garbage can with no bag. <laughs> then he and yeah. let it marinate. Smelled like shit. Yeah. Well, it smelled like old milk. He emptied the garbage. It still smelled like old milk. It didn't matter. And he then, was throwing a liquid directly into something. Right. And it's like, dude, you got to throw out the garbage can at that point. So I was why like, I don't just... want to throw out my garbage can. <laughs> no, why don't you just get flushable wipes, man? I like this brand. I... What are these wipes you're using <laughs> that you can't flush? I never heard like, of this before. <laughs> I'm serious. They say some say septic safe, and you know what? You can't even trust that sometimes because I've been using some. I was using some of those one time, and I flushed, and it clogged. It, it, it clogged. So this whole time you've been wiping with paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> I think Larry the Cable Guy has a bit where he's like, he got toilet paper at the dollar store, and he's like, hey, I might as well use the dollar. <laughs> Did you say, do you think he has a bit that's like that and it just wrote your own joke? <laughs> Why didn't you just say the joke? <laughs> no, that's a legit bit from the Blue Collar Comedy oh. Tour, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, do you think that I would really... <laughs> you think that I'm writing my own material to be read in the voice of Larry the Cable Guy? And <laughs> I had never heard of unflushable wipes. I never heard of that in my life. Most are unflushable, and I think that that's the ones not that, true. That's not true. There's no, no way. I, I swear, if you go and the ones that used to say flushable and that used to say septic safe, some of them now don't say it anymore. And I think it's because people put too many at once in the toilet and they clog the toilet with them, and now there can be no guarantees. But they do that with regular flushable. toilet paper too. Exactly, and and with, but, with but they, no one would ever say no. Shut up! No one would ever say regular toilet paper is unflushable because too many people put too much in it. But the thing is that toilet paper gets broken down within a day in the water because I everybody's clogged their toilet on toilet paper. Yeah, but it's all this is all like that's all like water. I don't know what it is, what the word is. Like the, you the, know that that shit breaks apart in the water. A wipe doesn't the, break apart that easy. Aren't wipes basically just wet paper? No, it's not that simple, bro. There's something else going on. I don't know what. Well, I've definitely been at your house and I've used your wipes and I've never thrown wipes <laughs> in the garbage. So it obviously worked out when I did it. Unless you've changed since then. It can No, you're right. It can happen. It can be flushed. You can have a miracle flush. <laughs> you can it can happen every now and then and I like to I do that too sometimes. I'll throw, you know, you throw one in the toilet, you know, you see what happens, but No, I disagree. It's all every fun and games. It's all fun and games until that one time where you get clogged and then, you know, Everybody's like, who put a wipe in the toilet? And, blah, blah, blah. and uh-huh. I think it is also two – I think it's also different kinds of toilets because I think I did that at work one time where I brought wipes into work uh, to have a more pleasant pooping experience at work. <laughs> and I clogged the toilet at work, but I never clogged the toilet at home. And these were flushable wipes. I never clogged my toilet at home with those wipes, but I brought them to work and it clogged on the first time I did it. And I was like, well, damn, I guess I can't do this anymore. Your work, your work toilet might have just not been cut out for that. That's what I'm saying. I think it is a toilet by toilet basis. Maybe, maybe that's what we need to be looking at now. But when you when you clogged it at work, did you have to tell someone, or was there a plunger in there? Uh, here's the thing. I didn't know that it was clogged because I flushed it and it was fine. But then someone else was like, but then someone else went in and it was like a couple flushes later, it was clogged and it was like I don't know what they're doing, like a forensic science on it, where uh-huh. they're like, oh, the clog is like this wipe and this freaking bracket yeah. pipe in the wall. And I'm like, how can you know that? You know, I also think, you know what? I think it's kind of bullshit too. I think people Wait, just clog the. Whole, to- this is a whole thing at your office. <laughs> It was. <laughs> like, so were you just sitting there with your wipes like in your coat pocket 
Try not yes, to get yeah, caught. Yeah, I did not come clean. If anybody listening to this works with me, then they'll know. But this is the first time I've ever been open about it for real. <laughs> but I think you're right. Maybe I think it is. Because part of me, I used to be like that too, where I was like, you know what? Flushable wipes, they, they're flushable. I'm going to flush them. And then people are like, no, they still clog. It's not good for the, the septic or whatever. And I'm like, I don't care about septic, man. Like, <laughs> whatever's going on. So then I would flush them. But then I feel like I got all this backlash. I feel like whenever a toilet clogs now, people are like, uh, are you bringing in wipes? Or are you like, are you like, and maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just Wait, like. That's not, that's not a common experience. I feel like. You no, said, I feel <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like whenever I clog a toilet now, people are like, are you bringing wipes? <laughs> this, is a totally, like this is a totally well, niche experience that you're trying to no, pass off because I, common grievance. No, because the ladies going through will know whenever someone clogs, a, you know, any sex bathroom toilet, everybody's like, oh, well, did someone flush a tampon down there? Or did someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they tampons always have were never- signs. Tampons are never meant to be flushed, though. Okay. Well, I guess I don't know that. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I don't know either. But <laughs> I'll raise you. Wait, I'll raise you this though. How can you tell a wipe was was a wet wipe when it's already in the toilet? Because at that point, it would have been wet anyway. I I agree. And now I think that maybe this is some bullshit that people. I feel like people have an accountability problem <laughs> with clogging the toilet, and they blame the wipe users. <laughs> I think that's what it is now. They can't accept that people like to wipe their ass more comfortably than a, right. a, a sandpaper trash thing that I don't even know what it is. It's like the, the paper towel tube thinned. Dude, I use my plunger all the time and I only use toilet paper. So I don't think we should be blaming the wipes. Fuck it. I'm going to start flushing wipes again. <laughs> but I still like to, I like to have the bag in the toilet <laughs> or in the trash. <laughs> only because like, I like, I don't know. And I guess it comes with like, maybe I'm a bit like OCD with that or whatever. Like if I throw like my old toothbrush out in there, oh, I don't just want that like on the, I want that in something that I can like just, you know, pick up. It's like a separation layer between part of the room and the rest of, you know what I mean? I have no idea what you mean. I don't know. It's like you're, I don't know what you mean by your toothbrush. Like are you saying your toothbrush deserves more like comfort than just being thrown in? No, I'm saying that I don't want like I don't know whatever shit I'm whatever shit's on an old toothbrush or whatever or like uh, you know that oh, was just an example. Okay. I'm saying I don't want that like on my trash can or yeah you know, yeah or you don't like, want it a permanent part of the room. Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. But you're yes. basically doing that anyway because you're emptying the same bag over and over again. I know, yeah, but this is with <laughs> the hopes that eventually there will be bags again, and I can get rid of this terrible this bag. You know what I mean? This is the temporary solution. This isn't the, the real thing. I didn't know you were supposed to throw out toothbrushes. <laughs> I, what were you doing? Flushing them? I've, I, no, I've been using mine <laughs> since I was in eighth grade. <laughs> well, I haven't finished a toothpaste tube since eighth grade. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe this episode could be called Flushable Wipes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I this, like this. I like this I, segment a lot. <laughs> I like this banter better than movie stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of the movie stuff. <laughs> Nick and Bottle are always doing fucking movie stuff, dude. What do you think of this peanut butter and jelly combo shit? Where it's in the same jar, you know what I mean? What do you mean? They're putting peanut butter and jelly no, in the same yeah, jar? You know what I mean? Come on, 
I wasn't no, about- dead serious. I didn't know if by a combo you meant like those pretzel things. <laughs> you didn't know if I meant peanut butter and jelly as a combination, as if it's like a new thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I know there's peanut butter and jelly in like um, un- are they in uncrustables already assembled? Right. No, I don't give a shit about uncrustables. This is in a jar. It's in a jar with no barrier. It's just like lines. There's the line of jelly and then a line of peanut butter. And oh, then back I have seen forth. that. I you know I've what seen I'm that. talking about. Yeah. yeah, I seen that. Sorry, no, I legit did not uh, remember. What I know you what you're talking about it, now that you said what? Because I, I tried to save like a pretty penny by just buying that one jar instead of peanut butter and jelly. No, it's fucked up because I like to refrigerate my jelly, but I like to keep my peanut butter room temperature. Same. So now it's like I'm sacrificing one or the other. And you can't really have refrigerated peanut butter because then it's impossible to spread. And then sometimes when you have like room temperature jelly, it's yucky too. Yeah. It's, it's like a rock in a hard place. It, it's one of those inventions that the guy who made it thought he did something, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but then when you take even like a little bit of a closer look, it's like, this is embarrassing. Yeah, that's pathetic, dude. <laughs> this is one of the worst inventions ever made. Dude, that's gross. It's disgusting. No, at first when you said they had a peanut butter and jelly combo, I thought that you meant that they had a pretzel, like, you know, the combos or whatever. No, that would be good, though. That sounds good, yeah. Because they already have the peanut butter ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I've been doing? Crazy life hack. Again, I don't know if it was a fucking life hack. I've been doing a new thing. It's peanut butter and honey instead of peanut butter and gelatin. Mm, I don't know about that. Do you like honey? Mm, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if I ever really eat honey. I never really ate honey, but my mom would be like, oh, you know, if you feel sick, like, yeah, have this honey or like have some tea and put some honey in it or whatever. And, you know, eventually she like gives me like this small jar of honey that she got at yeah. or something. Right. So I'm like, I've never touched this stuff. <laughs> and then this dude that I work with was like, oh, I have like peanut butter and honey, not peanut butter and jelly. What? That's what I said at first. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, go off. Like, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, I looked at it too, and I must have had this jar of honey for years. I looked it up. I was like, does honey go bad? And no, apparently honey does not go bad. From what I've Googled, honey never no, goes that's bad. a fact, dude. Because my I, my mom's had this little, uh, like, it looks like a teddy bear, right? The bottle? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she's yep. had it. I know exactly what you're talking about. For years, because no one ever yeah. uses honey for anything. It's the most pointless ingredient ever. Here's the thing. I ran out of jelly, right? <laughs> And so instead of getting more jelly, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put honey on it. And you already had like the confidence because you knew that guy at work. Yes. And you know what? It was really good. I haven't even thought about getting jelly anymore. I just, I'm like, let me finish this jar of honey that's been here for (laughs) two years. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Now that I think about it, it's like, it's not a bad substitute. Cause it is it's like, not. It's sweet. It's sweet. Dude, what's with people just getting like these weird ass jellies? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know I don't what know. I mean? You know people get yeah. like a jelly where, where it's like orange? It's like, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, like, fig preserves. <laughs> like, get a grip, dude. Just buy Concord. Dude, seriously, can you just get a damn grape it's jelly? For a, it's for a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You're making it much deeper <laughs> yeah. than it has to be. Let me bring out the, the peanut butter <laughs> jelly hors d'oeuvres with our tangerine preserve. Dude, no, I, don't even, I, don't even fuck, I don't even fuck with strawberry. I don't even mess with strawberry, raspberry, whatever I'm gonna keep jelly. It, just give me the grape jelly. I completely agree on strawberry. I wasn't going to judge people who do strawberry. 
I feel like that's that's kind of that's fair game. It's fair. It's I agree. Like that's that's the one substitute you can get to the grape. But we need to stop like, being like ridiculous. Like grapes, obviously the best. Yes, agreed. It's it's just why why are people why can't everyone just be normal? You know, <laughs> what's with this? Did you, honey? Did you get the jelly? Even better, I got orange reserves. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We should do a segment on anxiety and depression. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>